Hi there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was brought to you by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund of the City of Windsor, so big thanks to them. My name is Eric, and I will be your MC for tonight's episode of Undergrad. A Monster Hearts Tale. Previously on Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. In our last chapter's prologue, we were introduced to a mysterious other club who made it known that their mission was to infiltrate our own AV club. In the meantime, the 1991-1992 academic year begun, and most of our heroes met back up and shared the ups and downs of their summer. Zach headed to his Music for Sleep therapy class, where Johann von Boss awaited him. Zach played his music for an unknown superfan couple and successfully put them to sleep. The funders of the sleep project were so impressed, they put both Johann and Zach in charge of the project. Evelyn worked the day away as her classes haven't begun yet. She found herself in the middle of an attempted book theft, where a grateful unknown student thanked her and gifted her with a rare first edition. Dr. Egan locked herself away learning High Vampiric when she was visited by old Dusty the janitor, or so she thought it was him. After a brief exchange, Dr. Egan searched her room and found that there was a microphone hidden behind her file cabinet. Iris attended Wine Not, a wine tasting class, with Judy and drank every last drop that she was given, rather than the traditional tasting method. Judy agreed to drive Iris to her shift at Coffee Josh's and help in any way she can. With most of our characters having run into an unknown figure and rumors of an elite toga party circulating around the campus, we'll discover tonight just what this nefarious other club has planned for our heroes. Welcome back to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale. And welcome back, everyone, to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale brought to you by Tall Tale Theater Collective and Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. How is everybody doing tonight? Woo! Wonderful. It is so nice to be back at school with all of these wonderful characters. Most of you have been to your first classes. Some of you have not been yet. And some of you have met mysterious figures around during your first day. Speaking of mysterious figures, let's welcome back Owen to the podcast. Welcome, Owen. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We are so happy to have you back. So I guess on that, let's see where this toga party goes, shall we, everybody? Chapter 34 The Bull's Horns So, Kane, we cut back to you, Kane. And, Kane, you find yourself on a bustling set in the sound studio. And Aurora is giving everybody notes and barking at Rudd's, Rudd Plains butt again. And Rudd's like, you need to stop yelling at me. And th things are going crazy and Spec sees you and goes, oh, thank God the director's here. <laughs> and as he's has a big mouthful of the second half of his pizza pocket as he comes, <laughs> he's like... 
Give the gold out, specs. Okay, so we have a problem, Kane. I don't know if you got my memo or if you even read it, if you could bother to do any fucking work for once, but uh, the problem is, is that Mo didn't write the final monster mash scene. There's supposed to be a big monster <laughs> fight and we don't know what the fuck to do and no one's written it and we got a bunch of actors in various costumes. We had a fucking smog monster there, just in case we need a smog monster. And it's just like somebody and he's got like a bunch of like, um, uh, smoke machines coming out of the sides and a bunch of like dark smoke is coming out. I love that. Was that your idea? What? No, Mo just, it just was a oh, bunch of Oh, thank God, because I really like that idea. Oh, fuckity, <laughs> fuckity, ha, ha, funny, 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 you're so funny. Anyways, we have a problem here. We, we, we're we wasting time. We have to wrap up shooting before this semester is over because we need to be in post-production next semester. So we need to figure out what the fuck is going on. And I'm not writing it because I'm not the director. So go for it, buddy. <laughs> So Kane uh, steps on set and he says, all right, everybody, I know we've all been very excited to hear about what this last scene is going to be. So I'm just curious, asking around, what, what do you think it's going to be? <laughs> I think Aurora Stella says that this should be the height of pathos in the story and that the monsters within are just as important as the monsters uh, without, one might say. You know what, Aurora? I was thinking the exact same thing. So here's what I'm thinking for the last scene. This last scene, I've titled it Frankenstein versus the werewolf versus Dracula versus the creature versus the smog monster versus the creature's bride. <laughs> did you come up with that all by yourself, Kane? Yes, actually, I did. Now... Here's what I think is going to go down. And he's actually thinking back to Kairos' Flurby pet and how it can kind of shapeshift. And he's like, we're going to find out that the creature has this secret power that he didn't even know himself. And after this vat of radioactive waste got dumped on him, which I still need to add in. So we got to go back and film that in the last scene, but oh. it'll be a super quick edit. I'm sure the guys in post can take care of it as he's looking at Specs. Specs flips you off from the corner. <laughs> Um, and Kate says, which causes monsters to turn into other monsters. And I think the pathos of this scene, Aurora, is that we're all one in the same. We all share the same monstrosities within us and we can all bond together and be friends by the end of it. What do you think? Or either that or everybody dies. That's my other thought. <laughs> <laughs> Rudd goes I kind of like the everyone dies and he looks right at Aurora. <laughs> okay, uh, one opinion, I'm sold on it. Everybody dies by the end. So it's going to be this moment where everybody's slowly losing a part of themselves and wishing that they were their original monstrosity and actually appreciating the things that make them different. How about that, folks? <sighs> the whole room kind of is like, yeah. And Aurora goes, oh my God. Well, let's roll the camera. Take one of me screaming while grown men in rubber suits slap each other around. Fucking great. There's not enough Xanax in the world for this play. Costumes, I'm going to need you guys to make a lot of switches. It's going to be a lot of stop and start. And We're uh, actually a little bit short on costumes, Kane. There was a big uh, rental of a bunch of the drama school costumes, but uh, uh, we, we can make do with, with what we got, buddy. Huh. We got your monster stuff covered, just like extras and things like that. We don't really have that covered. And we don't have any masks either. We, we got no like creepy doll masks. All the masks are gone. So, but we'll we'll get you those monsters, Kane. We'll 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 do we'll we'll do what we can. 
<laughs> and Kate's triggered a little bit because he's thinking back to like the masks he found way back last year in that TV room in the first welcome mixer. Just yes, thinking, Coffee okay. Bob's mask collection. You get a flash of that. Yeah, he's like, okay. Um, and okay, special effects department. Why don't we just add a big old explosion at the end too? People yeah, yeah, shit. we can definitely rig. It's going to take us a few weeks to rig up the safety, but yeah, I mean, this is probably going to take us like a month or two months to shoot anyway. We got a lot of stuff to cover, so yeah, man, special effects got you back, Kane. Perfect. Love you guys. You guys get double the sandwiches today. So Aurora goes, so I'm just to stand here and scream. You want a future Tony winner to just stand here and scream, Kane? Aurora, I actually have a very special job for you. He takes a step back and he says... All the other monsters are going to be dying first, and in the end, you're going to be this weird mixture of all of them, but you'll still have your face, because you told me that's your moneymaker, and I think there's some student contract where we're contractually obligated to show your face. And I need you to deliver an improvised monologue, something from deep within that you've been feeling throughout this entire process, all your frustrations, all the moments you've loved. I needed to come out in this final monologue, because that last moment's all on you, buddy friend and he kind of pats her on the shoulder in a very (laughs) platonic way yeah okay i'll see what i can do kane well what are you waiting for fuckers start the camera and everyone like everyone springs to action for her less for you kane yeah yeah and kane as everyone gets ready for the shot you hear like the the microphone sounds of a pa right so like some sort of production assistant there's so many on the set you've lost track of them all but one of them is uh, walking up to you kind of balancing a bunch of catering food handing it out and his walkie talkie's going off and it's this uh, very it looks very attractive this blonde student and he looks at you and says kane kane kaufman oh hey man i'm a big fan of your work here, just picked up some grub from Eddie's Empanadas if you want some, you know. <laughs> Dude, how did you know Eddie's was my favorite? I actually can't believe that. As he takes a sandwich and says, I, I don't I, I don't think we've met before. I apologize. Uh, who are you? Sorry, man. Kyle started here. Kyle. One syllable name. Very strong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just got to say I'm a big fan of your work. How do you, uh, he's going to kind of get closer and just go, how do you deal with all these big personalities and kind of glances to Aurora and uh, Specs in the corner. You know? <laughs> Fuck, man. They they pop up everywhere, don't they? No matter what part department you're in. Uh, to be honest, man, as uh, I guess as a director, I like to believe I'm not so much giving orders, but more guiding people. I, I let them do all the the hard yelling and, and ordering around. It kind of keeps me in a nice floating, easygoing medium place with everybody and nobody expects too much except what, you know, when necessary and uh, the free sandwiches are great. Huh. You know, that's actually a pretty good outlook on life. Wish more people were like you, Kaufman. You know, anyway, I gotta get back to it, but, um, didn't hear it from me, but Citizen Kane is a pretty shitty fucking film. If that makes any difference. Oh, oh, yo! And he actually gets so pumped. He's like, I don't know what everybody's so hyped about. I, I, I had to watch it. There was a quiz on it my first year. Like, I don't. Maybe I just don't get it. I don't know. Or maybe it's just distasteful because my name's in it. But like, I just, I didn't like it at all. I, I actually kind of. And he, he actually stops his sentence. He was about to say he doesn't really like movies. But he, he's like, that's a little too much info. That's Bro. like something he only shares with Iron. It's complete posturing. It's freaking bullshit. Anyway, 
Sorry to disturb you. Just wanted to see if you want any grub, but uh, yeah, just take it easy, man. Nice meeting you. Yeah, no, I, I look forward to seeing you around more. Uh, you know what? And he actually is, he just feels really open with Kyle for some reason. He's like, uh, we we should hang out sometime. <laughs> hey, man. Aww. I think I'd like that. You know, I'll be back on set tomorrow. But uh, talk then. Yeah, so- sounds good, Kyle. I, I appreciate it. As that happens, Red Plainsbud runs up to you, kind of half costumed. His like his creature costume is half zipped, showing his elongated alien arms. And he looks at the PA, Kyle, and he goes, uh, PA, I, I-, I was told to ask you if um, you turned on the teleprompter. I-, I have some lines and I've been having a hard time memorizing them. And Aurora says that if I forget my lines again, then she's going to judo chop me in my throat. <laughs> well, you can't stop Aurora once she's put her mind to something. But yeah, got that teleprompter are up and running for you, bud. Thanks so much, PA. Could I have one of those empanadas that you got? <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah, here. Here's the last one. Totally didn't want it for myself. Totally. No. Okay, well, thanks. I gotta go. And he runs away and he passes Aurora, who takes his empanada from him and says, thanks for the empanada, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and Kane, the cinematographer, looks at you and goes, all right, Kane, we're, uh, we're ready to go whatever you are. Kane. He's going to wink at you, and as he's walking away, he just goes, seize the bull by its horns, friend. Take it easy. Yeah, you too, and hey, don't let people call you PA, all right? Your name's fucking Kyle. It's fucking Kyle. Fucking Kyle. Kyle. Fucking I like Kyle. that, man. <laughs> Talk to you soon. <laughs> all right. All right uh, uh, fuck, do we do we roll, or how does this push the, push the button? Uh, record, please. <laughs> and we're rolling, and everyone's waiting for you to there call action, King. <laughs> Kane deliberates for a moment out loud. He says, if this is a horror movie, not an action movie, do we still call action or do we call action? <laughs> so as as you start, they're, they're just going to film like some of the intro and you see like Rudd walks up with his, his creature mask and he points his like three foot arm over to the other monsters and he goes, you cannot pass. I will defend my bride with all that I can. Are you tired of dying at parties? Are you tired of this being the most eerie campus on... Wait, what? And Aurora goes, oh my god, cut! And can you see that on the teleprompter? A message has been playing. It's the lines, but it's also the invitation to the secret toga party. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know what? We've done a lot of work today, folks. Let's, uh, let's take a three-hour lunch and, and uh, we'll get back at it, okay? <laughs> And you, you hear, like, Aurora goes, hour for lunch, and then at two, we're done. I fucking can't stand this bullshit set. And she <laughs> wa- walks away. And, yeah, Kane, are you going to go up to the t- teleprompter to see? Yeah, absolutely. See what the message is. See who's yeah. fucking He's kind of like Specs. What the fuck are you doing, man? He's so excited to yell at that guy for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you do see that it's a it's a it's an invitation to a brand new welcome mixer party, and that there's no deaths guaranteed, and that is a canopy guarantee. And you see that word canopy comes up again. You obviously don't know this, but for everyone else, the word canopy keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it says also, Kane, that it, you're supposed to meet on the abandoned fish. Uh, fishing shack north of the lake. And it's tonight, and it's a toga party. This was on the teleprompter, so I'm assuming everybody's invited. Uh, abandoned fishing shack tonight. Uh, where, where toga, okay? <laughs> and everyone goes, woo, 
Turtle party! <laughs> and, and the whole kind of crew laughs, and as everyone leaves, you hear, so, a toga party, huh? Huh. <laughs> And sitting in the director's chair when you turn around is your bestie with his feet dangling. Yeah. I, you know, I'm actually glad to see you. You you managed to leave me alone for my entire summer. I don't like Ireland and I don't like sheep. <laughs> well, looks like we're going back there every summer then. Yeah, once once this dude named, uh, some dick named Patrick scared all the snakes out of Ireland, it became a very boring place. <laughs> Kate, the, whatever the reference is, flies over Kate's head. So he's like, yeah. Um, well, nice to see you. What have you been up to? Oh, you know, blood, torture, violence, all the fun stuff, silly. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so glad that you're back because, Kane, we have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of plans for us this year. And what would those be? Oh, all in good time, my friend. Right now, you have a very important job, though. And when you go to this toga party nonsense, keep your eyes peeled, Kane. I think that uh, someone of use to both of us will be there. All right, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Sounds good. You know, Kyle might be a fucking use. He's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. Kane, I'm very interested in what we get to do this year, and uh, we will also have to talk about this pesky little Sam Hain business inside of Iris now that Halloween's coming up soon. But until then, I wish you a very happy first day, Kane. Welcome back. And his smile creeps up to his ears again. We'll yeah. have a lot of fun this year, I think. You should really invest in some floss. <laughs> and a whoosh, he, he kind of disappears in a puff of smoke. <laughs> so, Kane, are you, like, are, are, where, where are you wanting to head off? Are you, are you trying to get a toga? Are you trying to do anything there? Or, like, what are you trying to do? Yeah, he'll head to the costume department to see if there's a toga that he might be able to swipe so he doesn't have to buy one or put one together himself. Yeah, so, Kane, you go to the costume department, and they're looking pretty stressed out. They go, Kane, listen, we've had a massive order. All of our togas, masks, pedestrian clothing, it's all gone. Uh, actually, we do have one spare. We have a nice gold one from a production that we did of The Funny Thing Happened on the way to the forum. So, uh, <laughs> here you go. And they give you that, and it's this nice gold-laced toga. And he says, um, is there anything else that we can help you out with, Kane? Actually, I have a question for you now that you mentioned the masks. Um, yeah. Who purchased them? Oh, man, I don't know. That was anonymous. We just told to uh, go to the canopies. Have you Have you heard the of the canopies? That was just mentioned today, actually. It's a place on campus. Uh, it's a place on campus. We've been talking about the existence of the canopies for years. Everyone knows there's only three dorms at Oakhurst, but apparently there's a secret fourth dorm. Oh, like, yeah, for okay. all the uppity ups, right? Like all, all these rich dicks at the treetops, am I right? <laughs> so snobby, right? But apparently there's even richer dicks somewhere else. <laughs> he, he just kind of turns red. And he, uh, he says, yeah, those, those assholes. Um, it's, like a, it's like a zoo in there as he's thinking of his own room. <laughs> and, uh, he just says, okay, well, well, thanks for the info and uh, thanks for the costume too. I appreciate it. So, Kane, as our camera fades on you, our camera opens on Iris. <laughs> Iris. Mm -hmm. Judy drops you off in Oak Haven. <laughs> and Judy goes, okay, um, do, do you want me to go in with you, Iris? Because we're, we're here. Hey, Iris, can you wake up? Huh? Iris? What? Yeah, <laughs> Iris, hey. Hey, Hi. um, we're, we're at, where we're at I? Coffee Josh's. Oh, it's me, it's Judy. <gasps> Hi. And I brought you to your job Judy. because you're a little drunk. Mm, 
I don't know if we can drink any more wine. Are we done drinking wine today? We are, sweetie. Okay. We're so done with drinking wine. Do you want... Hey, how about I just ask Coffee Josh to give you some coffee? Hey, you, honestly, I, I don't mind. I don't have anything to do today. Do you want me... I, I, I kind of know my way around a kitchen. Do you want me to ask Josh if I can just t take your shift over for you? Um, what? <laughs> wow. Judy, you're being so nice to me. Oh, honestly, my my parents are in business, and the first thing they taught me is when a client gets drunk, you gotta be nice to them. It's like a thing. Well, no, you're not my client, but I think the same principle applies. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I can walk right now. Can you help me walk into Coffee Josh's and just put me on a chair? Take my hand, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. she leads you in, and as soon as you walk in, Coffee Josh runs up. He goes, "Iris, Iris, oh my God! Hi, I, I, I'm so glad you got my my letter. In. Are you drunk?" <laughs> <laughs> I had to drink wine in class. I'm so happy you're not kidnapped anymore. And she gives him a hug. <laughs> kidnapped? What do you mean kidnapped? I wasn't kidnapped. Oh, oh my god. Um. Yeah, oh. Um. I don't know how to respond to that. Oh, Iris, you're so funny. Okay, you you have to tell me all the things about about Ireland. And oh my god, look at those sheep, those sheep foot warmers. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna buy you a sheep, Judy, and you, you too, Josh, because you guys are just. Why is the room spinning so much? Okay, honey, <laughs> let's let's get you sitting down. Um, I'm not Josh, sitting. Hi. Oh gosh. I'm 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 Judy. Oh hi, Judy. I'm Josh. Hi. Um, <laughs> listen, Iris here, as you know, it's the wine tasting. Cicero got her. Oh, Cicero. Yeah, he comes and gets vanilla lattes every day, and he's he's literally always drunk. So I get it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> And Josh looks at you and says, okay, yeah, uh, no problem. Why don't we get you some coffee, Iris? And, you know, with coffee and time, we'll get that alcohol out of your system there. And, and then Judy pipes up and says, well, actually, Josh, I was told Iris that I was going to help out today, so I'm happy to help in any way I can. Oh, oh, okay, Josh says. Yeah, absolutely. Well, could you maybe uh, help some people out at the counter, Judy, and I'll get Iris some coffee. Sounds good. And Iris, they both leave you. When Iris, something catches your attention outside. You see, crossing the street is what looks like a grandson struggling to help his elderly grandmother cross the road. And you see that her back is like really hunched over and she's trying so hard and she's taking these like really small steps and this car is like honking at them to move and the grandson's trying to calm down the situation. What do you do? She walks up. Um, is it like a, was it like a whole pane of windows at the front of Coffee Josh's? Yeah, yeah. She like walks up and tries to walk through it for a second and then stops and goes, ow. Um, <laughs> like a few people drop their scones next to you out of fear. Door, door. Um, okay. And she like goes outside. Um, excuse me, car. And she like walks up. Honk, honk. Hey, move it, you old bag. Get out of my way. She's not a bag. She's a lady. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh gosh. Iris. Hi, I'm Iris. <laughs> And as this jackass keeps honking his horn at this old lady and this young man with her, <gasps> Iris, she takes her cane and breaks his front light. Oh. <laughs> the car drives <gasps> off. Oh. I did not see you just hit that man's headlight. Did you? I'm sorry, grandson. I just, he was honking and bothering us. You know how I get fasty sometimes. I know that gosh darner man deserved it, though. Dare I say. Th thank you, Missy. You're a hero. Oh, yeah. I, hi, I 
didn't do anything. What was I, your name again? Iris? Yeah, yeah, I'm Iris. Hi. What a beautiful name, Iris. Thank you. Um, can we get out of the road because I'm finding it hard to stand? Oh, help the poor girl, uh, grandson. We gotta cross the road. Grandma, are you sure I don't need to help you? I'll move like the lightning I am. No. <laughs> and she like tries to double time oh, so her feet oh. moved twice as fast, but not uh, um, forward is not the motion. It's more just like down. Grandma, are you <laughs> sure that yeah. I need to help her and not you? Are you sure you got this? I'm, I believe in you fully. I do believe in you. You help her and you treat her right, grandson. You got that. Oh, for sure. All right, honey, your name is Iris. Iris. Hi. Thank you for helping me and my granny. Can I buy you a coffee or something? Mm, yeah, I could. Your name's grandson? Oh, I'm so sorry. My name is Darren Abernathy. It's my grandmother, uh, Hi. Muriel Abernathy. <laughs> We're new in town, obviously. We're from the South. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Darren. I have had a little too much wine, and I'm... Oh, this has been a really bad day, and now I just made your grandmother... Walk across the street, road, sidewalk. I can't think. Um, and Darren, I did it. <laughs> yes, good job, Granny. I'll buy you a coffee too. Maybe a little extra uh, uh, something in there. Believe oh. me, I know what too much liquor is like, dearie. Let's get you some coffee and get this flushed out of your system. I'm. Thank you. I am so sorry. Right now. Okay. I'm gonna just hold on to your shoulder. Thank you. Oh, you're good, sweetheart. <laughs> You both make your way back into Coffee Josh as followed by uh, the grandmother. And you all enter back into the original chair and Coffee Josh comes by with your coffee, goes, oh, hi, Iris, you have friends. Hello, Iris's friends. I'm Coffee Josh. This is my establishment, Coffee Josh's. Yeah. Oh, little lady Iris here just met us out in the street. She did a very, very selfless good deed. Scared to drive her off from hitting me and my poor old granny. I, 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 I mean, I, I think I can speak for a lot of us when we say Iris. Iris is pretty special. <laughs> Iris is a lovely human being, and we need coffee for her right now. Oh, Mr. well, I, I got her black coffee right here. Um, oh. Could I get you two anything? Grandma, what would you like? I'm thinking of the pea soup. Grandma, they don't got pea soup here. They just got <laughs> coffee. How about sweet tea? Do they have that? This is the North, Grandma. We're in Massachusetts. They don't got sweet tea in Massachusetts. <laughs> and she, like, looks at Josh and she goes, Could you brew tea and then put ice in it and then make it sweet? Um, yeah, I mean, that's never been on the menu before, but... I'll have what she's ha- I'll have what she's having, young sir. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, Judy, can you put that tea on ice? I think I have an idea. And Josh runs away. Oh, I am so getting fired. Fired? For that amazing act of kindness? Oh, boy, that boy would be dumb to fire an upstanding citizen like yourself. Oh, no, I think Judy's going to outshine me and I'm going to lose my job. I won't. Judy? And then I won't be able to work my three-hour shift on Mondays. <laughs> The only shift you yeah. work a week. Now, now, honey, mm. do you want a little tip that could probably get you some brand new clientele around here? A, a tip? Well, um, sure. I don't own this place, though. It's that's it's oh, that no, no. guy's. And she points to Coffee Josh. We can teach you 
me and Grandma how to brew sweet tea so these customers up here in the north, well, they can get their fix. And you'll be bringing business in and Coffee Josh won't be able to fire you. <laughs> I, I, I could also show you how to brew something else, but if you drink too much, you go blind. <laughs> uh, Grandma, we are not bringing the hooch up north, thank you. <laughs> well, at least you didn't bring the hooch up north. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay, D- Darren, um, sure. I've had a really bad day and I really need to do something right. So I like sweet and I like tea. So, okay. You know what? There's two sweet teas. Um, I, I, I don't know if, if they're good or not, but I mean, I guess real Southerners like you two could, uh, could give me some tips. And he gives them to you both. He he takes the sweet tea and starts drinking it, almost like a wine tasting. So I don't know if Iris is gonna notice that. She, yeah, she kind of like throws up a bit in her mouth and turns away. Iris, can can you give me a plus cold roll again? Oh, oh Jesus, that's um, that's a that's a three. A three. Okay. So Iris, you literally hear the g- grandmother go. I do declare this sweet tea is absolutely lovely, Coffee Josh. Oh, wow. Thank you. Come, coming from someone from the South, that, that really means a lot. Wow. Okay. I think we're going to add to our menu. This is great. I'm going to tell Judy. She's going to add to the board. Um, <laughs> Hey, Iris, literally no problem. You focus on you. You know that we love you here. You know that all the customers love you. They always ask for you to brew the tea. So you come whenever you're sober, but maybe just take the day off. Okay. Mr. Josh, sir. Mr. Josh, sir. Y- uh, yeah. Well, see, we were thinking, well, we just told Iris our little secrets of brewing. So there's sweet tea. So... Maybe she could teach y'all and, you know, expand the business and she could rope some new customers in. You know what I'm I, thinking? I think that would be really great. Um, mm. You know, hey, Iris, why don't mm. you come back? Uh, I, I know your next shift's not till Monday after that. Uh, you only work Mondays because I know that you, you need you need time to frolic is what you put on the resume. <laughs> so, yeah, frolicking um, is important for your soul. No, hey, I I, I I totally agree. You frolic all you need to frolic. That's that's great. That's that's frolicking awesome. Um, frolicking awesome. But you know, I I figure like, uh, why don't you come in sometime next weekend before you come in, and we can maybe do a, a little sweet tea brew off. That could be fun. Okay, Josh, I promise you don't need to replace Judy with me. I will not drink wine ever again. Oh. Can you roll cold again for me, Iris? Oh God. Um, six. Oh my god! Oh, no. you, wow. you hear Coffee Josh whisper something under his breath, but you can't hear what he says, and Fuck. he smiles at you really nicely, and he walks away. I'm getting fired. I know it. Question: Can can I roll to see if I heard what he said? Yes, you absolutely <laughs> can. Sure. First roll. Let's go, be sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 12, 12, 12. Oops, that's a five. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> So, Darren, you don't hear it either. That coffee jaw sure is a lovely boy. <laughs> oh, I think he likes you, honey. You don't have to worry about a thing. And a beautiful young woman like you surely doesn't have... Would you got someone in your life? Do I have... I have many people in my life. Yes. Would you have a love? Someone that you love? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. He's great. His name is... Oh, my God. I can't even remember because I'm drunk. It's Cain. It's Cain. <laughs> wow, Cain. What a lovely, biblical, treacherous name. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's great. 
Almost reminds me of that film Citizen Kane. Oh, oh gosh, golly, what a shitty film. What a shitty fucking film, Granny. Jesus. Well, Iris, it was lovely meeting you. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Grandson, I will be in the antique shop. Are you sure about that, Granny? You don't need me to help you cross the street or the sidewalk? Oh, nonsense. I'm fit as a fiddle. Just don't keep your granny waiting too long. Oh. See ya. You don't have to stay here. You can go with your grandmother. I'll just stay here and think about being fired. Oh, Miss <laughs> Iris, you are not going to be fired. I have just assured Coffee Josh that you know the secret to brewing his new sweet tea menu item, so you will be safe and sound. And frankly, we ain't got till six to be at that hoot nanny, so we got time to kill. Don't you worry. Okay, well, I don't... Did you tell me the secret? Because I don't remember right now. Okay, the secret is... Make sure it's boiling hot. Pour what? the sugar in. Sugar. Make sure it's cooled down. And cool. another thing, a little little tip. Pour it in ice cube trays. That way when you serve it cold, the ice is actually sweet tea, not water. It doesn't get watered <laughs> down. <gasps> that sounds Damn, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> 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 wow. That sounds amazing. Can you write it down? Because I'm probably going to forget. Sure thing, I'll write it down. Just kind of scribbles it on a, a little piece of paper and hands it to uh, Iris. He goes, anything else, hun? Can I buy you something? Buy me something? Um, I have this coffee that I haven't tasted because I actually don't drink coffee. Um, I've never had coffee before, but um, I think I'm good. Thank you so much for your help. Well, it's no problem at all. You helped us remember. <laughs> you know, <laughs> gotta pay it forward in some way. How long have you been, uh, working here? Oh, um, about a year. Once a, a year. week for three hours. Once a week? Oh, do you go to Oakhurst College then? I do, yeah. I, I, I am, I'm taking, I'm a, I don't really have a major, but I'm here. Ah, <laughs> oh, a university student, a college kid, you know, <laughs> sees the bull by its horns. <laughs> yeah. You're admirable. <laughs> Thank you, I don't know what that word means, but I'm assuming it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh well I'd best be off before you say anything pay it forward remember you helped Always. us we helped you so just forget about it focus okay. on your studies and your job I got best to get to go find my my grandma you take care Miss Iris thank you so much and she gives you a big hug and then pulls away and says okay I'm gonna put this in my pocket so I don't lose it and um tell your grandma I say thank you too <laughs> not a worries Mm. And Iris, as you go to put it in your pocket, mm. um, you kind of have to adjust because you're sitting down. And when you go to stand up in your pocket, you realize that it has writing on the back. <gasps> oh, she flips it over, but it's upside down writing. And so she's like, I can't read this. <laughs> <laughs> and Coffee Josh walks back to you and goes, oh, are, are, are your friends gone? Oh, do, oh, here it's it's honey. It's this way. There you go. There you go. Oh, Josh. Can you just erase every memory of me today? That would be really good. No judgments here. Hey, what What the? Tired of being killed at parties? Tired of this literally being the most eerie, strange campus in the continental US? Come to the brand new Welcome Mixer. I know that mixers are guaranteed to be the best party of the year and no one dead. That's a canopy <gasps> guarantee. Whoa, it's a toga party tonight. Wow. <gasps> a party where no one dies and no bad things happen. 
That's, That's really cool. Yeah. Honestly, I still don't like Welcome Mixer Party. Oh, it's been a year since I met you. Isn't that crazy? So yeah. weird. How much has changed and how little has. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so I, I figured that, uh, hey, you know what? You got this party to go to. Go get a toga. Actually, I do you want to borrow one of the, one of the, the tablecloths as a toga? I don't know if you have one. Oh, um, I don't really know what a toga <laughs> is, but yes, I'd like a tablecloth, please. Okay. Uh, yeah. Here, I, I'll, I'll get what I have. I, I there was a, I don't know if it'll be great, but okay. Here, I'll get what I can. And he gets one that just like has a fair amount of coffee stains on it. He goes, "This is the best oh. I can do." Ooh, Ooh. It's fine. But based on the day I had, it's probably the nicest thing. Hey, can you just? What do you do with a toga? Do you just? Can you just throw it on top of my shoulders? Do you wear it? I don't know how to wear a toga. I can't talk you, anymore. You know what? I'm I'm gonna send I'm gonna send you back home, and I'm gonna tell Judy to take you, and and I'm I'll, I'll just cover for the day. It's fine. Um, hey, hey, hey Judy, yeah, could you maybe uh, take Iris home and uh, show her how to do, do a toga for the party? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, well, thank thanks for thanks for this, Josh. It was kind of fun to to get back to this. Hey, I was really great to have some help. Okay, uh, well, I'll, I'll see you <laughs> oh later, Iris. Let's go. And Judy takes you back into the car, and she says, "All right, let's get this toga." Oh, toga party. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I guess I should try and find the others and Kane before I go off to some toga party. Yeah, um, I'll get you to the treetops. No problem. Hey, Judy, thanks again. If you ever need a favor here. Um, and she like uh, takes out a pen and, and grabs Judy's hand and tries to write um, one favor from Iris. <laughs> but she runs out of space. So it just says one favor in really big letters. And she goes, you'll know what that means, right? Yeah, I, I think I will. Okay. Let's get you to Kane, shall we? Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Judy. And as you drive back towards the treetops, let's cut back later in the day to Dr. Egan. Okay, so I'm headed over to the society and, and kind of a little bit annoyed because uh, she just found this microphone and she needs some answers and she needs to warn the, the group that pretty much anything that was said in her office is now you know, potentially recorded by somebody. So... She goes down and she um, like opens up the the red door really quickly and and she's like, "Where's the chairman?" And you see that Lucky is there. And <laughs> Lucky is is trying to figure out a Rubik's cube, and he goes, "This damn thing won't work." Oh, Doctor Egan. Oh, hello, Lucky. Uh, where is the Where is the chairman? I need to speak to him right away. Ah, well, that's a little bit of a hiccup. You see, the chairman is actually gone. He said he should be back in one to two days. Oh, not again. Uh, Could I be of some help, though? I I don't know. Um, look here, and she holds up the uh, the smashed microphone. She says, "I found this in my office." He pops halfway across the room away in a, in a dust of uh, rainbow dust, and he appears right next to you and holds it and <laughs> oh. kind of like touches his tongue to it and goes, "Oh, ha! Interesting. Someone planted this today. How can you tell if it just..." That one little taste. It's it's the last time it was touched by mortal hands. And well, honey, you're not very mortal, shall we say. You have a distinct smell. And uh, no, this has a smell of someone else. Someone human. Fully human. I guess I suppose that's uh, reassuring. She takes it back and sticks it back in her little fanny pack. Sounds like an interesting day, Dr. Egan. Anything else happen? Um, yes, I, I received this from, um, of all people, the janitor, uh, Dusty. Um, here, it says, it talks about a toga party uh, tonight. Oh, 
I've been wanting to go to a toga party forever. Oh, well, there you are. I don't think I'm going to go. I'm not what? sure. What? We have to go. You and me. Come on, Dr. Egan. We can we can do a little toga fashion show, and we can beat the whole group there, and you could be like, look at my toga, and I'll be like, I don't look at my toga, and we'll be friends, it'll be wonderful. <laughs> you know how much I hate parties. Oh, but Dr. Egan, don't you, you of all people must remember the toga days. Mm, yes, Bro- unfortunately. Dusty said that Iris gave this to him. Um, how would Iris know about this party, I wonder? She probably got invited, and I'm sure my invitation got lost in the mail, but I'm sure the rest of your friends got one, and, you know, I, I would really like to go. I got this very beautiful, shiny green that I would want to wear. Uh, I have just the color for you, if you're interested. I could fit you up with a toga right away. Uh, I suppose I'm... guess I'm going, all right. Oh, wonderful! And he snaps his fingers, and as, like, a like a Cinderella transformation happens around you, Egan, <laughs> and what you're yeah. left with is, like... It's like this dark gray black toga, Ooh. and it has these blood teardrops all over it. Oh, oh! I like it, Lucky. That's cool. Nice job. I I thought it goes well with your eyes and your bloodlust. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know if the others have been invited <clears throat> to this party? I mean, have, have it, has anybody come by? No, you're the first one here. I suspect that they're very busy with school and whatnot. Uh, the first mm. day is pretty intense, and I know that none of them had... I, I know that Kane and Iris had not arrived yet until this morning, and Zach arrived late in the evening. Mm-hmm. And what what time is it right now? Yeah, so between all your work today and the old dusty thing and the microphone examination and going over to the headquarters of the society, let's say at this point, we're between 5 and 6 p.m. Well, um, and what time is the party? The invitation says to meet at 7 I wonder if there's any way of getting a hold of everybody. Maybe I should use my pin to, to gather everybody here. <laughs> she hits the pin and she kind of thinks thinks some, uh, you know, Roman toga thoughts and, <laughs> and toga thoughts. the society. She imagines These the red door. These pins are so handy. I know. They are, yeah. Instinct communication. It's nice. Roll gaze into the abyss, please. Oh, that's dark. That's my minus one. <gasps> oh, but that's actually not that bad. That's uh, an eight. Okay, cool. So you send an image to everyone, and I'm, I'm going to say the only image that you managed to get, Egan, isn't meet at the society, because that's pretty complex, because that's like a double thing, but the mm-hmm. first thing you got was you and a toga. <laughs> <laughs> and I look fabulous, yes. <laughs> Zach, as you're picking out your toga with Friedrich Dingelhoff, you get a, just, your eyes go back, and you see Egan in this, like, black with blood drops on it toga, kind of uh, moving around. What toga do you want to pick, Zach? Uh, Friedrich has a common large collection. A comically <laughs> large collection of togas. Um, I would like to have a toga that has a gradient, like black to red. You got something like that? I I have something like that. It goes black to orange and it has flames. <laughs> well, you know, that's really on brand for me. <laughs> Here you go. Don't even worry about bringing it back. It's yours to keep, best friend. Oh, dude, my, my very own Friedrich toga. Oh, Buddy, just to tell Alexis I say hello, please, and that my love for her burns like the white hot intensity of a thousand suns. <laughs> yeah, man. Me too. Me too. All right, I gotta get going. <laughs> okay, enjoy, enjoy some party, Zach. <laughs> and Evelyn, as you're still working this long shift in the library, your eyes kind of roll back and you see Egan in, in this beautiful toga. What do you do? Hey, 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 Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know those headaches I get sometimes? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, um, I feel one of them coming on. Um, I know it's really close to the end of the shift. Would you mind covering for me? I, I think I've just got to get back to my dorm and, you know, lie down for a little bit. Yeah, what are best friends for when they get convenient headaches? That's totally fine. <laughs> I love Maddie. Oh, thank you, Maddie. You're, you're really understanding. I promise I'll make it up for you next shift. Yeah. Okay, have fun. So okay. what do you do, Evelyn? Um. Oh, yeah, because she doesn't know where Egan's calling from. No, um. all, all you saw is that she she's in a toga and okay. implying that she's going to that, that, that toga party. Yeah, right? okay. So I am going, yeah, I'm going to assume that she's sending a message that she's planning on going to the party. So I am going to figure out my toga and then I guess plan to meet at that meeting place. Okay. So uh, uh, you, you go back to your, uh, um, you go back to the roots there. Yes. And uh, it seems like the, the annual kind of ruckus that happens every year, there, there seems to be some sort of like fight club with just like bare knuckle fighting happening outside. People are like rolling around in their own spit and blood and there's like teeth getting knocked out everywhere. And, and they go like, hey, do you want to bet we got two and one on this guy? Uh, no, I, I'm good, but thanks. Uh, you, you know, you look pretty lucky. I think you've got it. Oh yeah, no, hey, I, I, I th- th- this is good. Honestly, we've been needing some good uh, bare knuckle boxing. I think it's really what's been missing in this whole roots area, you know. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, you know what? It pretty much has every other crappy thing that there could be. So, um, yeah, why not that? Oh, just watch out for that leak over there. The uh, that we're downstream of the sewer system. Remember, and it's just kind of. Uh, it's overflowing today, oh, so just, just just maybe leap over okay, that, that stream. Thank you for the warning. And yeah, Evelyn just tries to avoid it. So you get it. back into your apartment and Whiskers. Meow. Oh, hi, Whiskers. whiskers. Meow. Oh, and she pets on her. I guess you're kind of looking for something to wear as a toga, right? Uh, yeah, I would think she probably is just going to use, um, like one of the extra bed sheets that she has. Okay, what kind of bed sheets do you have? It's kind of like, I would say like a creamy ivory color. Okay, nice. And it looks lovely on you, Evelyn. However, you do have like a mystery spot that kind of leaks sometimes in your room with this slightly <laughs> discolored water. And it definitely dripped out a little oh. bit, but not too much. Okay, yeah. Um, so she's going to try to do some like quick adjustments to it. And she's going to... Um, try to do like an interesting hemline to get rid of a lot of the yellow stain and then um where it ties at her shoulder she's going to um use an old brooch of her grandma's to kind of attach the two parts of the sheet together cool so evelyn you're ready to go and as you head out to meet egan at this this uh, abandoned fishing shack. <laughs> Our camera cuts to Kane and Iris. Iris, you're in the car kind of pulling up to the uh, treetops and Kane, you're walking up to the treetops and you both simultaneously get the image of Egan in this toga as Kane, when you snap out of it, you're looking at Iris getting out of a car or at least trying I, to. I fall. I literally open the door and like <laughs> fall out. He's alarmed and immediately sprints <gasps> over and he's like, honey, honey, are you okay? What, what's wrong? What's wrong? Kane, I have a pumpkin seed in my chest. I'm also very drunk. We'll get both of those figured out. Okay. Um, not in any particular order, but. Judy, where's my toga? 
Oh, it's in my hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you have it, Iris. Hi, Kate. I'm Judy. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you as well, Judy. Thanks for thanks for taking care of Iris. Yeah, I I, I gotta go though. I, I do I do have some stuff to do, but Iris, it was really nice hanging out. I can't wait to see you back in class. Judy, remember the favor I wrote on your hand, okay? I will remember it, Iris. <laughs> love you, girl. I love you too, Judy. And she starts crying. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll take care of it from here. Uh, come on, we we. Did you see Egan a moment ago? I think yeah. she hit the pin. She looked really hot. <laughs> she did. She looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we gotta we gotta get to, you did you get the invitation too to meet at the old fisherman's hut? Yeah, Jack? this guy named Darren gave it to me when I was at Coffee Josh's earlier today. Huh. I bet you everybody else got one too. I think maybe we should go. This is my toga and she holds up the Josh gave it to me. Oh, what the f- You're not wearing it. You, you can switch me, okay? I'll take what? the coffee-stained one. I think he's just a little bitter. That, bitter? Uh, yeah, look, like the coffee that he serves. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, <laughs> I don't really understand, but okay, I'll get changed, so we'll go to this party. I hate wine. Here, you, you can take mine. It, it's, it's, I think it suits you a lot better. Mm, oh, it's beautiful. Okay. All right, and she starts she starts to change right in the road. Okay, we're doing this, and he changes with her. <laughs> and you only get like a few whistles as you start changing. Only a in the few? What the hell? <laughs> Stop it, you! I'm taken. Kate's calling up. Do you guys share? You hear? Do you guys share? <laughs> only in emergency situations. Noted. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Okay. I assume after that we're just gonna head straight yeah, there. Yeah, we're just really. gonna. Yeah, yeah. So with our AV club, with their costumes prepared and ready for the party, our camera fades away. Our camera opens back up at all of you converging onto the abandoned fishing shack at the same time, and you're all in in togas. Love seeing everybody's calves. It's a nice change of pace. Yep, just letting them fly, you know? I feel free. This is probably my truest form, you guys. <gasps> guys, we're all together again. It's so nice. And she goes and tries to hug everybody. <laughs> Are you okay, Iris? Kate, is she all right? Yeah, she's just wasted. <laughs> Yo, party, Iris, what's up? <laughs> I hate wine. <laughs> Oh, yes. Mm. I forgot to drink the coffee. But anyway, we're here. We all got invited to this party. Isn't it great? It, it's a little suspicious, don't you think? Mm. I don't know. Did anyone else get their invitations in like a kind of weird way? Yeah, actually. Oh, really? No, I just mean... one of my adoring fans, you know? A guy named Darren gave it to me. Well, Iris, <laughs> you gave this to me, didn't you? You gave I... it to me through Dusty. I... I don't remember. Oh. Maybe I did. As you're you're kind of all talking, you notice that this abandoned fishing shack, there is a sign on the door, and there's a red button, and it says, push this button. Oh, that's never a good sign. Iris pushes okay. it. <laughs> Iris, as, as oh, soon as you push oh. it, you hear... Oh. And, like, a little beep happens, and out from the bushes come 
four but look like servants they're like oh uh hello are you all here for the party well obviously you have lovely togas on hello 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 uh might i take anyone's bags or anything no 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 i'll I'll keep my fanny pack thank you all right well uh, we just want to welcome you all to the canopy and uh, just know that secrecy is above all so we hope you enjoy your time but you won't be able to get back in after tonight because it's going to be locked down again just so you all know okay what wait what Oh, all will be explained. You know what? It's going to be easier if we just show you. So nobody with their bags? Okay, well, let's go. Uh, please uh, keep to the uh, under 10 drink minimum because we're trying to not have people vomit <laughs> everywhere. I starts crying. <laughs> so please keep to that. And, uh, you know, the number one rule is have fun. Uh, the host has asked me to ask all of you to just make sure that you're here to frolic and that no one's going <gasps> to die and everyone's going to have really a lot of fun. I love frolicking. I am so glad to hear. And that is a really nice toga. Thank you so much. She runs in. So, um, Iris, you actually open up the the fishing shack Mm -hmm. and it's totally empty and they laugh and they go, oh, (laughs) no, it's not there, silly. It's this way. And they point to the cliff that's opposite (gasps) of the shack and they walk towards the cliff and they say this way. And as they walk towards the cliff, you realize that there is some sort of like it's it's a very faint carving in the rock Hmm. and they hold this card over it and they seem to give this card a swipe on this little part of a rock that's sticking out and the door beeps and cracks (gasps) open and they go please this way and they lead you through and this this cliff is only about like three feet deep and you realize that it actually opens up into a hollowed out section covered by tree canopies (laughs) and you're looking at a massive mansion oh Oh, wow. And it is a fucking party. Ah, uh, how did we not know this was here? My I, goodness. We've uh, actually, secrecy is the number one thing, and people pay a lot of money to have their secret uh, residence here at the Canopy. It's kind of one of the perks of being here. Uh, clearly, yes. Huh. Well, can we go in and frolic? Please, the, 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 as the host says, it's, it's really all yours. Okay, yeah, Evelyn's going to turn to one of them and say, and wait, who is your host again? Oh, I'm sorry, but we do have to get going and let other people in. You enjoy your night, everyone. And they walk away. Mm. Guys, this is awesome. As he's like, got his head banging left. Zach, you need to feed mushrooms to people, but not me because I'm already not feeling great. Uh, Who says that I have mushrooms? I brought out, I brought some weed and ayahuasca though. If anyone wants to, oh that. my god! <laughs> uh, no thanks, Zach. No thank you, Zach. I, I think we need to be sharp for this one. This is uh, starting to worry me a bit. Oh, we should be sharp because Doctor Egan says so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh my that god! Wow. Is, uh... It's our first. It's our first day back, you guys. Could we please? Listen, welcome mixer, right? It's like old times. Yes. Remember yes, the frat right. party with the the craziness and the lampshade head and all that stuff. I feel like Kane or Kane Iris has been slowly pulling Kane past Doctor Egan and trying to get into the party. Yeah. <laughs> so um. Kane and Iris, as you start to enter the party, uh, dancing on the dance floor. You both see someone that you recognize. Oh. A ah. certain blonde individual dancing in the middle of the floor. Oh my, Kane, that's Darren. It's Kyle. What? <laughs> what? And he looks to you as well. I'm, I'm pretty sure he said his name was Darren, but I'm drunk and maybe it was Kyle. 
So Kyle slash Darren, you catch them looking at you confused. What do you do? Kane, Iris, welcome to the party. And he gets off the dance floor and goes over. He has a wine glass in his hand, obviously. Iris, um, he, Iris like moves away from it. He's dressed in this deep purple, like royal purple toga. It looks like an actual toga like you'd see in the old paintings. Uh, these gold metal laurel wreaths encircle his like dirty blonde hair. Huh. Um, and he's got these little like gold arm bands too. Um, and yeah, his basically, he just kind of surveys you guys, gives you the up and down with his hazel eyes and he just goes, so oh, glad you could sexy. make it. Um, Kane like uh, grabs your shoulder and he, he's about to say something, but then he looks up and he's like, Iris, he sees, or he sees a mirror and he's like, Iris, holy shit, my frosted tips are glowing in the black lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Kyle, it's great to see you, man. And he gives you like a big hug. This is my girlfriend, Iris. Have, have you guys met? I, uh, I have to confess something to both of you. I, I have to apologize for the deception. It was necessary for, um, my host to get you all here. Well, anyone who's everyone is here and we like to live on the creative and dangerous side. <laughs> okay. Creative and dangerous side. I can get behind that. Where's the creative and dangerous Zach drugs? Zach Wilder. <laughs> Yo. And Zach, can you roll cold for me? <laughs> okay. Burr. Uh, three and a one plus two is oh. six. <laughs> no, Zach, you 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 look at this person and you have never seen him before. <laughs> never seen you. Okay. Um, he's gonna just go. Zach, I'll let you get acquainted with the party. He's gonna turn to Kane and Iris and he's gonna roll to turn someone on for both of them. <gasps> oh, yes. 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 oh okay, boy, do it up. Um. Ah, oh yes. fuck! What is that? <laughs> Uh, that is a 10. <gasps> I was going to say, oh, and I forgot. I should have mentioned this before. When you start, you have a string on Iris to begin with. <laughs> oh, because of her fairy, her mm -hmm. fey move? If that's okay, yes. Eric, for him to... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking so of. So now, now you have a string on both Iris and Kane, Kyle. All right. And he's just going to go, can I get you a drink? And like both of you are taken aback Ooh. by like... The, the the like grace and sex that this man like exudes, which was weird because you don't remember that being the case when you first. Iris met is him. like huh. tilting her head so hard to the side that she's like almost like falling into Kane, <laughs> just looking at him. Uh, Kane looks to her and, and thinking back to the conversation with the random passerby. Yeah, um, yeah. He looks to her and says, "I think this might classify as an emergency situation." Kane, I'm kind of turned on. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> now, Iris, seeing as you're quite turned off of wine right now and well we do have an open bar anything you'd like i can uh, get for you <laughs> you're very attractive i'm sorry i just said that out loud <laughs> what are you reading my mind or something <gasps> oh you two are dangerous <laughs> you know, come with me i have to introduce you to the bartender maurice gets every order perfect he gives him a little wink he goes zach I'm very glad you brought extra fun. <gasps> be careful with that. Yeah, okay. I mean, you be careful with uh, that. You point oh. to your wine. <laughs> Too much of that. Five. <laughs> Kate's like, Zach, you're ruining the vibes. Come on, man. <laughs> Cheers, Zach. Oh, by the way, friends, my name is Bo. 
Sorry for the deception earlier. I know Darren, oh. Kyle, don't roll off the tongue as easily. It's even shorter than Kyle. It's so fucking strong. By this time, Dr. Egan and Evelyn, you've also caught up and heard Bo. And are you a student here, Bo? Fourth year business. What can I say? Oakhurst College is my home. Wait, what? Were you in my class, dude, with uh, Otto Susan? <laughs> oh, Zach, you're so funny thinking I go to class. Dude, <laughs> I knew there was, how do you do it, man? You hire the best tutors on earth to learn for you. Absorb the information from them and you know anything. Now, Dr. Egan, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. He's gonna, he's gonna like kiss your hand and like actually bend, go. My, my, you do look ravishing tonight, my dear, and that blood. Very fitting for your research, I imagine. Oh, you know my research. Oh, just the gist of it, but it's quite inspiring. Hemodynamics oh. and the such. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, you, um, you mentioned, you, you said you had a host. Oh, uh, yes. There was somebody else hosting this party? Mr. Benavino, yes. I'm surprised you actually haven't met him yet. He... Who is he? No. Would, would you care to introduce me? He's always around the floor. I'm sure you'll see him soon enough, and you can't miss him. All right. Well, perhaps I should go uh, mingle then. Hmm? And a waiter comes up with a handful of trays and says, Uh, yes, Mr. Bo, I was told that you wanted drinks for you and your guests. Here you are. Oh, Thaddeus, you are on time as always. <laughs> Tell Maurice I gave him compliments. Thank you very much, Mr. Bo. Please pass on our thanks to the host. Thaddeus, tell Thomas and Vanessa that the study... Grab the good bottle from the study. I will tell Vanessa and Thomas exactly what you said, sir, and he leaves you with your drinks, everyone. Um, Iris links arms with Kane as she's, like, sipping on her drink, and then she just kind of tilts her head at Bo and goes, So, Bo, um... What's something fun that we can do at this party? You seem to be having a really good time dancing. Fun. Dancing, drinking, <laughs> whatever is at a party. There's a couple games set up in the back. Not the usual beer pong, I confess, but it should mm. certainly tickle your enlightenment nerve. Is that where you'll be headed? I mean, if you want me to accompany you back there. Iris just slowly turns to Kane, just like, gauging what he's thinking. Bo, we want to have the best experience here we possibly can. This is a one-night-only <laughs> event. We want you to take us to where all the action is. He's going to get really close to you in that and just go, Kane, if you want the full experience, I'm afraid I'm going to have to give you a tour of the upstairs bedrooms. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is so sad. Iris, Iris looks when Zach says ooh. Iris just turns to him and just goes, are you wanting to join us, Zach? Hey, man. <laughs> I share, sure. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Fuck yeah! Kane's actually so pumped. This is exciting. Egan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. I, I, I think I'll stay down here. Evelyn? Um, yeah, no. I'm <laughs> yeah, oh. going to stay down here also. Evelyn, Evelyn. Uh, yes? My apologies. I didn't introduce myself earlier. How are you liking the party? Is it to your specifications? Um, I don't know what you mean, but it seems very nice here. Is, do you do this every year? Every so often. I wouldn't say every <laughs> year, but this year's a special occasion, as you know. know. Last year's welcome mixer didn't 
turn out as well as uh, one would yeah. hope. So I decided, why squander an opportunity like this? And Mr. Benavino gave us permission to use the canopy. So I organized this party with his help. Wait, no, who is he? You mm-hmm. keep talking about him. Oh, you'll see him around, I'm sure. Check out back or mm. by the bar. Can't miss him. Bo, are you coming? Okay. And Egan leans over to Evelyn and said, do you want to go see if we can find Mr. Benavino? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right. And and while she's doing that, she's kind of, she's looking in her glass and um, and she kind of sniffs it. She's, she's figuring it's probably like wine. She'll just set it aside. But what is it? What did she smell in the, her glass? Here's the thing. As you're doing that, I feel like uh, Zach... Iris, Kane, and Bo, you you can kind of split away from this group. You're you're off to you're off to <laughs> okay. find a bedroom. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> so as as Bo leads them away, Egan, you give your glass a sniff. You have some time, and Egan, you get a hit mm-hmm. of iron. Oh, when you smell, and I'm gonna need you to roll gaze into the abyss. <gasps> oh no, that's, that's my minus one, and that is a, a six. Oh, oh, this no. is amazing. So, Egan, as soon as your your smell hits it, like, it smells... You've drank good blood before, mm. but mm-hmm. but this is like disgraced athlete levels of blood doping tasty blood. Mm. It, it smells Ouch. fucking delicious. And Evelyn, when you turn around and look at Egan, you actually notice that Egan's eyes have gone, like, blood <gasps> red, and you see her mm. teeth get, like, a little bit longer in, in reaction to, oh, to the shit. blood. Dr. Egan, are are you okay? She doesn't pause. She just downs it. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, Dr. Egan. And you see blood kind of trickle down from either um, side of, of, of her chin. Okay, um, let's slow it down for the next few glasses. Sorry. I'm so sorry, Evelyn. It's it just, um, uh, I, I just felt compelled to drink this. No, that's okay, but we, we need to find this host. And honestly, I think we're the only two who are really capable of doing that. So I really don't want to be by myself tonight. So with that role, I just leveled up. Oh, and, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, I actually, can I use my, um, uh, I, I just, the, I already have something planned. I'm going to take a move from another skin, the werewolf skin. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, so what this is, this is called Heightened Senses. And so I figured it's kind of appropriate for where we're at right now. And uh, so when I, I rely on my, my animal instincts to make sense of a charge situation, um, so I can roll with dark and I can ask a question from a list of um, five questions. Oh, I love that. So, okay. Do you want to roll for that now? Yeah. I want to, yeah. I'm going to say like in, in game after you drank that blood, you feel so like invigorated. Yeah. That you're like, Ooh, and your senses are just heightened. Now. Exactly. Yeah. I figured it would be a per- perfect time to use it. So, okay. All right. Well, we'll see how I roll though. That's the thing. <laughs> yep. And. <laughs> oh my God. That's a two. Oh, oh no. Oh my God. God. Dude, what happened, Kim? Oh. oh, Kim, how the mighty have fallen, eh? So. So yeah, you again. It just there's so much lights and music and and smells that it's hard for you to pinpoint using. You're almost kind of at, at uh, sense overload right now. Okay. Um. So that's that. That's what's going on there. So are are you two going over to the bar? 
Yeah, we're going to case it out and see if we okay. notice anyone. So as you head over to the bar, our camera pans <laughs> oh to the floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bo, Bo you, you have now entered the mansion and you're showing them around. And, like, you see that, like, this mansion reeks of wealth and legacy. There are... Like every like part of this is covered in like paintings of past people who have lived there and their amazing accomplishments. And but what else are they seeing in here? Um, so it's very Greek in its nature. There's a lot of different styles of columns. Uh, everything, the walls, the floor is pretty much made of marble. Yeah, you might see a couple sculptures. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, you t uh, on his way to the bedroom, he takes you down to this through this hallway with a beautiful purple carpet lining the floor. It almost matches his toga. And lining the sides of the wall are busts of men and women. And it almost seems like they're past figureheads or leaders of something. And when you get to the end, uh, there's an empty one and he gestures to a beautiful, like a dark oak door that's been lacquered with a golden door handle. And he just goes, well, Shall we? Hmm. Uh, Iris goes, hold on a second. I just want to make sure I'm seeing the full picture. And she uh, goes into her toga and pulls out the 3D glasses of truth and puts them on. Ah, nice. Huh. Nice, rad, dude. <laughs> so the 3D glasses of truth, what they reveal is, yeah, Bo is just as beautiful and attractive as he mm. was before. And you see that this, it, it doesn't seem like there's any illusions around here, Iris. Like it all seems very real. She, uh, she like slowly, like kind of like a sexy librarian, like pulls them down and goes, it seems you are just as attractive and normal as you seem, Bo, not Darian. Um, she turns to both the, the boys and goes, are we? So we're doing this? Just checking. Cade <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks at Zach, just looking <laughs> him in the eyes. Not Zach kind of looks at Kane in the same way. Yeah, and, and like, Kane just says, you know, Zach, I have no expectations about, about what is about to happen, but I think this will be a night to remember. Yeah, you know what? I think... Uh... I think this is going to be a wonderful time. Um, yo, uh, Bo, is there a kettle in your room? A <laughs> uh, kettle? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I've got a, I got a hankering for some tea and he pats oh, his no. uh, toga. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get crazy. Oh well, he's going to open the door at that point and go, step on in. He'll step in. Hey, Zach. Yo. Um. I'm trying this whole new year, new me thing. Uh, can I join you? Dude, okay. Um, <laughs> yes, you absolutely can. Uh, but ask me one more time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zach, can, can I join you? In? In... Wait, what do you even have on you? Actually, Kane has no idea. He's like, wait, wait, wait. What, what, what do you have on you? <laughs> okay, I got, I got the regular shit. You know, it's basically what I have to have on me. It's required by non-law law, um, rock law. <clears throat> but I also have this shit from Rufus. I've been saving it for a special occasion, and well, <laughs> this is pretty fucking special. Okay, um, I'll try the Rufus stuff. <gasps> Rufus stuff. Oh boy. You guys have been holding out on me, haven't you? Shall we say get acquainted with the bed and pop some of that 
Rufus shit, you called it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's best in a tea, I find. Oh, interesting. Well, right? I'll have Thaddeus bring up a kettle right away. <laughs> Perfect group activity. Iris is great at brewing tea. I am. It's the thing I do the most in my three-hour shift on Mondays. Oh, then <laughs> would you do the honors, Iris? Sure. I mean, if it's like peppermint tea, I'm sure I can do it. Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> let's brew some tea. <laughs> so as you brew this ayahuasca tea, and by the time it's brewed, you all take a sip, and, like, you're all vibing pretty hard. Like, again, not not enough that you're all, like, tripping on a different planet, but you're all, like, it's like strong mushrooms. Like, you're all just fucking vibing in this room. This room is the only place in the universe right now. And before anything else can transpire in this room, you hear three pops outside, like, pew, 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 and you hear a voice yell, All right, everyone, this is a stick-up! I want to see wallets and everything laid out now! So with that, what the hell do the four of you do? What's happening, Bo? Bo's gonna just say, stay here, get down. I'm gonna go see what's up and just walk out the door. Damn, I I turn to the others and say, we've probably been in more danger than Bo ever has. We should probably go with him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with that, Zach. Yeah, I mean, why the fuck not? (laughs) We're all high on ayahuasca, what could go wrong? Yes, luckily none of you are tripping too hard. He seems to have given you a relatively mild dose, but you all leave the house and go see what all this commotion is about. Our camera jumps back to Dr. Egan and Evelyn. Egan and Evelyn, you arrive at the bar. I I lean over to Evelyn and I say, look out for uh, Mr. Belvino. Apparently he sticks out in some way, perhaps the way he's dressed. Do you see anybody that looks... In charge. Uh, oh, oh, look. Let me see. And she's going to take a look. She's going to scan the area and see if she notices anyone who kind of looks unusual or like they could maybe be in charge. So, Evelyn, you kind of look by and you see someone in like a very gold toga with a matching laurel headpiece that um, uh, Bo had on. Um, um, Dr. Regan, Yes, that person over there, they're wearing something very similar to what Bo was wearing. I think we should oh. try to talk to him. All right, um, let me go work my magic. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, so she goes over to this gentleman. Um, what does he look like other than being in the gold toga? Uh, he, he's tall. He's uh, got this like very kind of dirty blonde hair, high cheekbones, very conventionally attractive, and, and seems to be dancing around okay. a lot of people. And she says, uh, are you Mr. Belvino? And he goes, me, Mr. Belvino. No, of course not. No, my name is Thomas. Oh, Thomas. So nice to meet you. Um, do you know who Mr. Belvino is? Oh, you're looking for the esteemed host, are you? <laughs> yes, yes. No, no, Mr. Belvino is, well, he, he likes to hop around. He's a very social creature, you see. But if you see him, tell him Thomas St. Vincent says hello. And Egan, even you know the last name St. Vincent is the name of the of a famous uh, steel mogul family. Mm-hmm. Oh, of the uh, the northern St. Vincent. Ah, yes, my mother's Arabella St. Vincent, but you probably have heard uh, of her. <laughs> mm, yes, yes, I've read about her. Oh, that's, that's lovely. Well, good for you. Good for your family. <laughs> I'll tell Mr. Belvino that you're looking for him, though. Excuse me, though. I'm, I'm this this ecstasy's hitting me now, and I need to dance. Oh. <laughs> yes, you go dance, dance the night away. Mm. Evelyn's gonna walk over to Egan. Why'd you find out? 
Uh, not Mr. Belvino. This oh. is uh, Thomas St. Vincent. You know, the, the big family trust fund baby, yes. Uh. As soon as you say that, Egan, you hear gunshots fire. <laughs> and, and, and the party comes to you. As, as you see, coming from a bunch of different areas of the party, Egan, you hear gunshots and the smell of smoke in the air as everyone kind of freaks out and the music stops and drops to the ground. And you see like 10 people come out in white Jabberwocky masks. And you hear the leader of them say, All right, everyone, this is a stick up. I want to see Wallace and Purses and everything out right now. Do not make this harder than it has to be. And at that moment, the grand doors of the house open and we see Bo walking out with Kane and Zach and Iris. And they're all looking like a little bit spacey, definitely not completely sober. And that just instantly gets the leader's attention. And he turns to you, Bo, and he looks at you. And he kind of laughs at you, Bo, and says, Well, who are you, pretty boy? Why don't you tell everyone here that all their belongings belong to the Bob crew now? Don't make this harder than it has to be. Come on, buddy, let's go now. <laughs> the Bob crew. The same coffee Bob who plummeted to his death a year earlier. A man so pathetic... He couldn't even handle the pressures of running a coffee shop that he decided to kill innocent people. Is that right? The same coffee Bob who attacked some of the people in this very party. And you want to continue his legacy, yes? Well, let me tell you something, Bob. <laughs> in 45 seconds, my security will show up. They will apprehend or perhaps end your threat. And you will be in the ground while this party, and more importantly, our guests, will be free to live and to prosper. What do you say to that, Bob? Well, rich boy, I say this. And he turns his gun to just a random party member next to you, Bo, and he fires. <gasps> and everyone, you <gasps> see that an impact happens in this guy's baggy toga. You see a pop happens in his shoulder and a massive geyser of blood ejects itself out into the area. Like, it probably reaches about 10 feet in the sky, this geyser of blood. And he falls to the ground and he's like squirming like, ah! And you see this blood continuously squirming out through his hand at very high pressures. Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't know if Bo's handling it, but um, Iris is slightly, you know, feeling good. Can I try intervening on an act of violence? <laughs> yeah, yes. Hey, nice. So can you read that move, Iris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh God, I have to use volatile. Okay. Uh, when you intervene <laughs> against an act of violence, you roll with volatile. On a 10 up, uh, you choose a couple options. And on a seven to nine, there's there's other ones as well. So. Okay. Yeah. Give me a roll here. Okay. I may have to use Steph's special necklace if this doesn't go well. <laughs> oh my. Oh, uh, that's, mm, that's a nine. A seven I'm to nine. What happens is uh, I choose or they choose, it says. So I'm assuming that's me. Um, they take negative two to their role. NPCs either act at disadvantage or fail entirely, or they wow. target you with the violence instead. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I run out and I go, no, 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 please stop. No violence. There was supposed to be no violence at this party. So I'm going to choose a little bit of both, actually, Iris. You're going to get a bit of a bonus because of how kind of valiant you're being. He's he's going to get, he, he's gonna get a, a disadvantage for this next thing and target you. <gasps> 
So the gun shifts over to you now, Iris, and finds its way, and he goes, well, little pretty girl, try to be a hero. And he looks at you, Bo, and he goes, so are you going to tell this party to cough up everything to the Bob crew, or do we have to sh- tell you how to do things the hard way? Um, can I say when he, like, started shifting his attention to Iris, Bo fucking, like, shot up to him? and fucking... <laughs> Yes, totally. Please roll, lash out physically for me, Bo. That is a nine. A nine. Okay, so on a seven to nine, you choose. Uh, you harm them, but you have to choose one. They gain a string on you. They can deal one harm to you for free if they want, or you become your darkest self. <gasps> um, One harm. One harm to you? Okay. So what do you want to do right now, Bo? Like, what are you going to do when you move on him? Um, He's going to, as soon as the gun kind of shifts from the bystander to Iris, he's going to literally just, like, run up. Um, He's going to try and, like grab the gun with it and elbow him in, like, the fucking throat. So you literally pull, with one hand, you grab the gun, twist his forearm and pull, and as you pull him into your elbow. So he's going towards you as your elbow pushes away, and uh, Iris, you just hear like a as the back of his throat gets pushed into him. And this this guy is like, he's freaking the fuck out. He's like holding his throat, trying to gasp for air. And he's like and freaking the fuck out. And um, Egan, can you roll plus yes. uh, get, roll plus dark for me? Because you're oh no, honing into your oh, skills no. here. Oh, okay, yeah, this one actually is good. This is a nine. A nine, okay. Egan, you swear you can hear with your heightened senses. You can hear this purse under the mask starting to cry <gasps> from the from fuck? the injury that, that he sustains, and he, he, oh. he just in this kind of aimless flail, Bo, he swings his arm with this gun and smacks you in the face. <gasps> And you can kind of hear the sound of the gun making impact on, on, on his cheekbone, and it kind of smacks him off to the side. But, like, for a metal gun, it doesn't break his face. It just kind of gives him a cut. And the coffee Bob Jabberwocky mask-wearing guy goes, This is fucking bullshit! And you can kind of hear um, the sounds of sirens coming, and the leader holding his throat goes, All right, everyone, let's get out of here. <laughs> and all of the Bob crew disappear into the crowd. Bo, what are you gonna do now? Bo, at this point, he's just gonna like, just kind of make sure his face is okay. Just kind of like grab his jaw and just go, oh, fuck. And then he's gonna go over to the victim and he's going to, well, he has his toga in his hands, so he's gonna rip off a piece of it. Can I kind of like give a little tourniquet and yell at just a bystander to grab like a coaster or something from a table? And he's gonna like slide that onto the gunshot wound and like tie it tight so it just doesn't um leak. Give me an It's Showtime roll. So basically just give me a straight up and down, but add cold to it. Um, and take plus one as well. Okay. Because um, you just saved the day. That is a seven. <laughs> a seven? Okay. So you, you you kind of get get close to Iris and you wrap it around. And you notice it's still bleeding pretty profusely. But... <laughs> It, it, it seems to be okay. And, and the crowd goes, hey, Bo saved the day. Yeah! And the, the whole crowd starts cheering. They go like, Bo, Bo, yeah. Bo, 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 And everyone is cheering. Um, Egan and Evelyn, are you cheering as well? 
No, Egan is not. She's actually going to go <laughs> wow. over to the guy who um, is still bleeding. Now, I'm, I'm assuming he's sort of... Is, is he kind of still in, in the fray, or is he kind of just off to, off to the side sort of healing? He, he's he, he's off to the side, and actually, as Bo, as they're cheering for Bo, you see two people run out of the corner uh, where, where you see these flashing lights. You see them run out with a stretcher, these people in kind of white <laughs> garments, and they throw this person on, and they're beginning to, to carry him out of the party. Oh, okay. So, Egan, if you want to get close to him, I'll give you a roll. Like, what are you trying to do? No, oh, I was going to say, um, like, what, one of the things that she has uh, in her, her uh, arsenal of uh, stuff is she has something that can help him heal. So that it won't, so it, it like, staunches the bleeding and, and prevents him. Hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I, I do have a roll for you instead, though. Okay. So as you go to approach him, you see he kind of gets taken away, and Egan, all this blood gushing everywhere. <laughs> Give me a oh, no. plus dark roll. Yes, oh, no. I know that was the next thing. Um, Again, that is aw. a uh, that's a seven. A seven, Egan. He walks by, and you look at him, mm-hmm. and you feel nothing. <gasps> you don't feel hungry at all. Oh, huh. interesting. And he, he's carried out of the party, and Bo, they're all cheering your name. And as Egan's thinking about that, the Bo cheers die down. Bo, you have everyone's attention, maybe except Egan and Evelyn. But yeah. what do you do now? Ladies, gentlemen, partiers, these are supposed to be the best years of our lives. We're supposed to grow, find ourselves, Find people who love us and will support us throughout our entire <laughs> lives. And we will not let that be taken away by some cowards masquerading as a pathetic man. We are Oakhurst College and we are innovators. We are survivors and we are inspirations. This party is for freedom for pleasure. It's to enjoy the fruits of our labor now. You animals, get back to fucking partying! <laughs> Fuck yeah, <Bo! laughs> And the whole thing lets out this mighty cheer as the party begins to descend again. And on that, Bo, Zach, Iris, and Kane, you're all back together for whatever you want to do. <laughs> so what do you want to do? <laughs> Bo's going to check on Iris (laughs) first and just make sure, Iris, that was a pretty brave thing that you did back there. I... Oh! You're... astonishing. Oh! Wow! I never thought I'd be called that today. I never thought I'd be called that today after the day I had. Thank you, I just didn't want to see anybody else get hurt. I have one more little confession Hmm? to make to you all unfortunately, but my name is Bo Benavino, and I am the host of this party. <gasps> oh, Iris looks Iris looks to Zach and uh, Kane and just goes, oh, okay. Not a lot of people know my face around campus, but everyone seems to know my name, so I happen to just enjoy the peace and quiet without the Benavino last name attached. If you'll understand, I'm sorry. Hey man, if it makes you feel better, I think you're pretty fucking cool just the way you are. Hmm. That was pretty fucking badass, I gotta say. Like, holy shit, man. Is everyone else okay? Your friends? I think so. I don't really know where they are. We've kind of been, and she kind of smiles at the the three guys, preoccupied. 
Well, maybe, maybe you should go find them, and when you're ready, you, you know where I'll be. Oh, wait, I'm on it. <laughs> uh, Zach's just gonna kind of use his, uh, his streaming ability. Now, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I leveled up at the be like at the end of our last session, season one point oh. five. <laughs> um, and instead of uh, taking anything uh, like an extra move or upgrade, I took to add another gang to my uh, to my hive. Ooh. And that gang is oh. the society. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh, oh my god! Nice. <laughs> Fuck. So you can definitely tune into them, 100%. Okay, so I'll, I'll try to tune into uh, Avalon. And that's a an 11, so. Damn. Okay, so a, a, as if the people in the party, Zach, kind of in, in your fourth eye, kind of <laughs> peel back into nothing, you see that Egan and Evelyn are closer to the pool bar, probably about 50 meters away from you, but they're just hidden amongst people, but you kind of see through them all and you see them standing there. Okay, they're fine. They're just uh, they're just kind of standing there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, Iris kind of turns to Kane and goes, "How you doing? You wanna? What do you wanna do?" He's uh, well. Now he sees where all the masks are going, and he kind of has the thought that something well, obviously something hanky's going on, and he's like, you know, for tonight, I think we should just have some fun. I think I think Bo's earned it for us. Okay. Sure. And the fun is she's just checking. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna go smash. Oh, we're gonna go smash. Yeah, we're oh, smashing. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> so Egan and Evelyn, you see them retreat back into the fancy mansion, <laughs> doing God knows what, and you two are left alone at the party. So, uh, what would you like to do yeah. in the meantime while you're waiting for those friends? Evelyn just turns to Egan and she's like, yeah, so as usual, I think it's going to be up to the two of us to, to figure out what's going on. You know, here's what I'd like to do. I think that, uh, you know, the bartender always has information. They're, they're always good for some good, <laughs> nice. good backstory and uh, inside oh, information. Yeah. I say let's go over there and uh, chat at the bartender. Hmm? That's brilliant, Dr. Egan. I know. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Okay. All right, so. so yeah, you go to the bartender and he goes, hey, man, how you guys doing? Crazy party, eh? I, like, someone almost, someone almost died. That's it, nuts. I know. Yeah. Well, you know that it always happens at, at these mixes. Hmm? <laughs> now, your name is uh, Maurice, right? Yeah, Maurice. That's my name. So, um, tell me, um, do you do this often do you are you familiar with the canopies or no this is this is my first time here honestly they're usually super secretive about it i don't even know who lives mm. here i just know that someone named mr benevito hired us to uh oh. just show, show everyone a good time you know apparently it's been pretty crazy on campus this past year and he just wants everyone to relax and have a fun time with with coffee bob and then abel granfield going missing and it's mm -hmm. just it's just been, been crazy tell me you you gave me a, a really nice drink earlier um, do you have any more of that drink? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, they, uh, they, they, they just told us to, uh, we, we actually just have them refrigerated. I was told that someone was going to be coming who was faculty and that they have special dietary restrictions, so not to mix it with some of the drinks. So I don't, I don't even know what's in there. We just, it's covered in plastic wrap. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, if, if, if you want another one, they're, they're, they're chilling. Do you want another one? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> 
And he slides <laughs> this cold glass <laughs> towards you. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Ethan, are you sure that's a good idea? Uh, that's. Uh, don't worry about me, Evelyn. I, I've got, you know, the uh, <laughs> metabolism of steel. <laughs> and she kind of like throws it back again and she's just like... <gasps> <laughs> it's so good again. We yes. see like your, your fangs for a little bit kind of stick out and your eyes go re really red. <laughs> Evelyn, you get a front row seat to all that. Oh my God. Evelyn just kind of shakes her head. You know, um, okay, Dr. Egan, as long as you're sure. Yes, um, I'm sure. But what we're going to do is we're going to cut to our group in the in the foursome room. <laughs> You've all gotten back to what you were doing. And we <laughs> cut back to all of you laying naked in this massive bed together post foursome. You all felt safe and comfortable and enjoyed yourselves. So what do you do now? Rumors are true. You guys do share. <laughs> hey, who's spreading those rumors? Is this a thing on campus? Are we known as the sharers? Oh, God. Oh, my oh, gosh. That would have been a great group name. <laughs> That's going to activate all your sex moves, too. Oh, good. Oh, Not I, mine. I had sex with three people, which means my three. demon has no strings on me. Boom! Kane, oh, they're nice. gone. Nice. Oh no. oh, no. And he has strings on all you. Yeah, so so demon, uh, Kane's demon bestie has a string on you, Bo, on you, Zach, and on you, uh, Iris. Tell me what's something that's new. And Zach, yeah. what is your sex move? Uh, so everyone who has sex with Zach or... Um, Anyone who has sex with anyone who's had sex with Zach gets the wow. condition called One of Us. Ooh. Uh, while you have the condition, you count as part of the hive. Nice. Which which you already do. So I guess that that, that just brings in Bo as well. Mm -hmm. Nice. And Bo, what is your sex move? Oh, no, I'm no, scared. No, no. <laughs> Ask your partner what their deepest, darkest desire is. If they lie, gain one string on them. If they tell the truth, gain two strings on them. All right, Bo, you, you, you can run that down the line if you want. Play it however mm, cool. you like. Um, he's going to have a cigarette in his mouth. Classic, like, fucking rich people shit. And he's just going <laughs> to just take a puff and go, forgive me if I seem a little melancholic, but do you guys ever find the world to be a little too complicated? Things are slipping mm. away out of your grasp. All the time. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> We're all hopped up on ayahuasca still, right? So. The world's exactly as complicated as you need to make it. So, like, why not just dumb shit down for, for your own sake and for everyone else out there, you know? Things are changing, though. <sighs> and you never know with change. And frankly, dumbing shit down isn't always the best solution, Zach. Tell me, what would, what would your ideal world look like? And that's the question. Dude. That's fucking hard, man. I mean, like, I guess just less people being shitty to other people. You know, like if, if we could all just fucking do what we want and not fucking ruin everyone else's day, that'd be wonderful. If we could all just like enjoy fucking, you know, partying and music and just like being with each other like not just you know being present but being present you know <laughs> wish i had your optimism was that the truth or a lie uh that's that's the truth okay 
So you got two strings on Zach. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Damn, Zach, that's that's so true. God. You seem troubled. My life is a runaway train that I can never seem to flag down. <laughs> Iris grabs his hand and just squeezes it. I'm running from my demons, but they live in the house that is my head. <laughs> and no amount of new nylon clothes can change that. <laughs> he puts his hand into his face. So I was just going to snicker and go, no wonder you're a director. <laughs> <laughs> Iris says, Kane, you don't know. We could change that. Yeah. Uh, Kane, have, have you ever, like, made as a decision for Kane? I think that's the problem is I've been making too many decisions for me, but the wrong me, you know? I, I want to make more decisions for other people, for a better world. And what do you want, Kane? The real you, not this wrong you I I want to be free I want to not feel obligated to murder people and I want to feel like there's nobody watching me for once you know and I also really really want to make minis of architectural buildings dude (laughs) you and my Whoa, I almost said buddy. You and Brian are <laughs> fucking like jiving this year, man. Who the fuck is Brian? He sounds like a square. Oh, he's a fucking chode, but you know what, man? <laughs> he's trying. Can, can I just say that Bo... Bo looks fine right now, and it's a little weird. Ugh. Bo. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the drugs didn't affect him, you mean? Yeah, he just kind of seems like he's vibing. You don't know whether the drugs are affecting him or not. Hmm. hmm. Kane's a mess. He's so emotional right now. <laughs> Iris? Me? Oh, You wow. seem like such a happy person, but <laughs> deep down, I'm sure like all of us, you have your own demons. She kind of gives a glance to Kane at that. Um, <laughs> oh, we're sharers, all right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm realizing the world isn't so good and evil as I thought, and kind of like Zack and kind of like Cain, I want to be free to do whatever I want and not have my family expecting things from me. And I want to cast out the evils of this world. And she looks to Cain and then also like touches her like chest where the pumpkin seed is. Mm. And she's like, I think that's what I want the most. And she just kind of glances at Bo with kind of sad eyes. Well, I know a thing or two about family having expectations. And frankly, <laughs> let's say I've learned very recently that evil can take many forms. Really? Yes. Like what? Like the box squad's fucking music, man. <laughs> <laughs> Iris Iris kind of puts a hand on on Bo's arm and says what about you? Well Iris that's a little cheating isn't it? I'm the one who asked the questions here 
Yeah, but I think we've all gotten very close in this time, and we deserve an answer, don't we, boys? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Honestly, the ideal world is simple, plain. Everyone knows what they want. Everyone is free to express themselves how they choose. Loyalty is guaranteed. You can just see everyone for who they are. So, Zach, I... I'll have to agree with you on that one. I'm going to take that as our opportunity, that on that, we fade out. And some time has passed. No, no, no. Evelyn and Egan. Yes. You have had no luck this mm-hmm. party. You go around asking people, people don't know anything about yeah. Mr. Bellavino. Mm-hmm. You you haven't been able to, to to nail it. And and by then the party is mostly dispersed. People have gotten mm-hmm. really fucked up and have headed home. And as you're waiting, you see uh, near the end of the night, Iris, Kane, and Zach stumble out of the house, saws bow. And they're all very covered with hickeys, very happy. <laughs> And now you're all together. What do you do? Oh, looks like you three had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the gunshot thing that happened. Yeah, it was a pretty good night, actually. Oh, yes, yes, of course. We've decided our new name is... What was it again, guys? The Sharers. The Sharing Squad? <gasps> um, the Sharing Squad. <laughs> um, I... Don't know. Why don't we stick oh with what God. we have? Oh, yes, I like the society. <laughs> the Acts of Violence Club. Yeah, do it. Uh, no, it's the Acts of Virtue Club, Zach. Okay. Anyway, um. <laughs> Clearly, we have a problem with Coffee Bob and people are imitating him. I don't know why they're doing this. Hmm. Yes, it's yeah. a little bit strange. Yeah. It's a good thing Bo was there to stop it. He seems really influential. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I've never seen him around campus, though. No. Yes, yeah, very strange. Him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's like probably 2 or 3 a.m. We're all just like, well, my, I got to be on set the next day, you know, and uh, it's already six hours from now. I got to be there. So why don't we just... Uh, yes, I think we should go. We should, we should all get together sometime so we can actually catch up from the summer. That sounds such. like a lovely time. Yes. Sure. And by the way, we we tried to get some information. Nobody seems to know uh, anything about uh, Mr. Belvino. Uh, is who we were looking for. We never found him. Oh, Iris looks to Zach and Kane. It was Bo. <laughs> He'll spill the beans. Bo Bo is <laughs> Mr. Uh, Belvino himself. Wait. Oh my God! What? Of course. Oh. Really. What? He just wanted to be able to have a good time without the pressure. But he sent us on a wild goose chase. I'm not liking this bow character. Hey, man, I just, I think he probably can just smell a narc from a mile away. And the bartender comes back and says, "Uh, Yes, Dr. Egan, I have been instructed to give you the remainder of the special dietary drink that you require. We don't really have any more use for it. So here you go. I'm putting a little thermos for you. So enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) Well, I guess we'll see you all soon. Zach, it was nice to get to spend some time with you. Um, And Kane, I guess... uh, 
I guess we should head out so you can get some sleep. Yeah, why, why don't we all meet at Coffee Josh's or something tomorrow? Whoa, that sounds good. But Kane, you just, you just, you want to go to Coffee Josh's? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just feel good, relaxed. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Dude, I like new Kane. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. All right. Um, which way is out? And Egan, as you ask that question, our camera pans up from the group as we see you all trying to find the exit. And it pans up to the very top floor of the mansion with this large circular window that's difficult to see through from the outside. Mm -hmm. And we see a figure there looming, staring at you all leaving. Uh. Bo, you are staring out the window. And what we now see is that large, uh, darkened room that we saw in the prologue. We see it now illuminated as the curtains are open. Mm. And we see it's this massive marble room with this long marble table that everyone was sitting around. And sitting around it, just as before, we see an old lady sitting very upright. We see a uh, dude, a very good-looking dude in a golden toga, sitting cross-legged, staring at Bo. And we see a woman with long black hair sitting o- opposite to him. And they all look back at Bo, and the woman goes, So, I, it took me forever to get that eyeliner off my face from the sleeping class, but did it work? <laughs> um, he's just going to be turn around and start slow clapping as he walks back towards the table. <laughs> Just go, <laughs> Vanessa, my darling, you did beautifully. And so did our friends, the AV Club. I think that they showed exemplary talent and that they would help us in the future, Bo. I believe that as well, Nika. They certainly proved themselves tonight, especially that Iris one stepping in front of a gun. It's not something a normal college student would do, don't you agree, Thomas? Yes, but the problem is is that we had the doctor and the librarian snooping around. (laughs) It seems that they didn't fall necessarily for your sexual charms, Bo, but have not to worry. We at least got the majority of the bunch, didn't we? (laughs) Oh, don't worry. I sent them on a wild goose chase for Mr. Benavino so they wouldn't notice anything out of place. And frankly, I have other methods to achieve our goals should camaraderie not be fruitful. As that happens, our camera, as as we kind of focus in on Bo's eyes, we cut back to a series of everything that happened. And where we saw a student with black parted hair running away with a book, a first edition, we see Bo throw on a black wig and put on some makeup and look at Thomas and say, all right, go. And Thomas runs and you see Bo chasing after him, screaming about his book. And then we cut to Bo walking with the old lady across the street. And the old lady, before her southern accent, as Iris approaches, asks Bo, Is the girl coming? Oh, she is up against the window right now. Let her come to us. Uh, we'll let this man blink his stupid horn for a time. Oh, there, she's at the door. I think we're set. And <laughs> Iris, you, you run out. And then we also cut to old Dusty. And Egan, when when you shut the door on Old Dusty, you see that Bo rips off a prosthetic nose and and a wig and everything and reveals himself and walks outside. And you see Old Dusty standing there going, I don't know what kind of prank you pulled on Dr. Egan, but you two must be old friends. (laughs) Here's the cash, old man. 
Lizzie and I go way back, believe me. It's just all for fun. Like you said, you threw in the extra 400. I'm not going to say a word. I'm sure she had a great laugh. I don't want to ruin the friendship thing that you guys had. <laughs> all in good fun, old sport. All right, well, you have a good day, Mr. Benavino. And as he walks away holding those prosthetics, we cut back to... And of course, we see him on set with Kane as he swipes a microphone from the PA stand and goes to talk to Kane. And we see him throwing on a Hive t-shirt with his cohort, Vanessa, anxiously awaiting to enter the sleep class. And as we jump back to the columned room, that massive door opens and you see the same that same private eye come out. And he goes, uh, Mr. Benavino, I uh, got everything that you wanted during the party. We had the whole place rigged to go. Unfortunately, Dr. Regan did destroy the uh, microphone that she implanted in her office earlier today. We couldn't get anything from that. But uh, <laughs> we, were, we did manage to get these. And he pulls out pictures. And what you see is you see black and white photos of Evelyn passing all these glowing potions to, to, to somebody. You see Dr. Egan sipping blood and her eyes going red and her teeth showing. And there's another round of photos from the foursome that happened upstairs. And you can see everyone's enjoying themselves, but Iris especially because the tattoos on her back have a faint ethereal glow no. about them. And the PI says, I think this is everything you wanted, sir. And Antonio, Antonio, my friend, these are Gold in print. You'll have your payment by the end of tonight. Enjoy Tahiti, my friend. You deserve it. Oh, uh, thank you, sir. And before you can leave, the door pushes open, Bo, and you see a group of people all come in and they're all holding masks to the side. Oh. And in front of them is Aurora going, well, I think that was quite a performance, wouldn't you say, Bo? My star performers. Oh. You all did an excellent job out there. Even this, and he points a little wound on his face. That was a very nice touch. Really sold it. And one of the actors goes, but you didn't have to elbow me at the throat, Bo. I'm not paying you to complain. So are you going to, well, we expect double for the hazard pay. You didn't tell us that any of us were going to get hurt, Bo. So double or nothing or else we talk. You know what, Aurora? You're a darling. And he's going to go up and kiss her on both cheeks and just go, <laughs> I'll make it triple. You know what? You have yourself a deal, right, crew? And all the acting classes go, oh, yeah, absolutely. And you pay each of them triple in turn. <laughs> and as they walk away, Aurora turns back and says, we'll be seeing you around, hot stuff. Good luck in all your exploits, coffee bob gang. <laughs> and as they all leave, counting all their money, by the time the room is empty, Bo, your three friends stand up and Vanessa goes, well, that's it for me. I'm exhausted. Good night. And Thomas says, yes, I do say we did a rather good job today. And Dominica stands up and says, I was sending your usual Bo, Cornibus Taurum Inoculus. Cornibus Taurum Inoculus. And if there were subtitles, you would see they all say, grab a bowl by its horns. <laughs> As they walk away, and Bo, I think it's about time to announce, what is your skin? Mm -hmm. um, I'm playing Bo Benavino, and I am playing the Bacchus, which is essentially uh, the demigod of Dionysus. So I have an affinity for wine, partying, pleasure, and manipulation. <laughs> and Sick. as his yes. three nymphs, as we call them, the kind of counter to Zach's hive, they all leave. Dominica opens the door and says, he will see you now. And 
Bo's harem comes in again. Just a bunch of naked people. He wasn't satisfied with the foursome. And they all come in with wine is flowing and Bo falls into the crowd again as their hands descend around his body and the wine flows. And as Bo Bellavino celebrates his victory, our camera fades away. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Tall Tale Theater Collective. Grow with us.